This podcast replay, it's brought to you by Edge Energy Drink. Go to myedgedrink.com and order the only energy drink I enjoy because it's delicious, smooth, and has zero aftertaste. That's my kind of energy drink. It's the Big O's choice. Make it yours. Get the edge at myedgedrink.com. Can you say, Big O, the front office has set Spo to fail this year? No, 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 not fail. Um, Spo never fails in my book. Let me just let me just put that out there. Spo is by far one of the three best coaches in the NBA, if not the best coach or second best coach or third best coach. I don't care. We're going to argue and split hairs or whatever. Um, Spo is the best thing that is happening in that franchise. Okay, and I love Riley. Love the Arison family. They have been weak for many years now. They have not produced the way they need to produce, and Spo saves their asses every year. So for me, if anybody has failed, it is Pat Riley and the Arison family and the front office. They have failed. They're the ones that make the stupid decisions of signing Hassan Whiteside and Dion Waiters knowing he needed surgery and drafting Shabazz Napier and Granger and Bob and this stupid-ass deal with, with, uh, with Lowry and giving Jimmy Butler an extension is ridiculous and the Duncan Robinson deal and just, you know, it, it, it's just one mistake after another and Dwayne Deadman, you got to give away a draft capital just to get rid of his bum ass. Um, it, 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 it's just, it's beyond me what has happened here since the big three. Again, I'll repeat it over and over again. I'm not saying Riley should step down. I'm not saying the game has passed him by. I'm not saying the Arison family should sell. All I'm saying is they've done a piss poor job over the last eight, nine years. And they keep falling in love with their little projects that they develop, but they're not developing any stars. Okay? The street free agents that they're picking up, they're developing them into solid role players. They're not developing any stars. Okay? You got to go get yourself a star. And you tied your money to Kyle Lowry. And the shelf life of Jimmy Butler is almost over. And you continue to screw it up next to Jimmy Butler. And you've screwed up his entire existence here. And yet you've almost got, you got to the finals once on the whole bubble thing. And then you've got almost to the finals last year. That's because you have Eric Spolstra, who maximizes the crap that you give him every single year. So to me, it's a matter of Riley in the front office and the Arison family turning it up and helping their coach, who's absolutely exceptional. Okay? He does what he possibly can with what he's given. He maximizes every young player you give him. He maximizes every team you give him. He makes you look better than what you really are. That's what's been going on here. Eric Spolstra makes Pat Riley and Mickey Arison over the last seven, eight, nine years look better than what they really have produced. Okay? We just got to call it like we see it. 
That's all. Maybe, you know, whatever. People are afraid to take shots at the Heat or whatever or Riley. And I get it. There's only one sports station left, and they're tied to the Heat. And they're probably a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never been that guy, whether I was on a flagship station or I'm not. But the clear, clear problem is that the front office and the ownership group are not at the same level as the head coach. They are notches under, and they're not doing their job. They're doing a bad job. And yet Eric Spolstra covers up all their mistakes and makes them look better than what they really are. That's what's really going on. If we really want to talk about honesty and say what's going on with the Miami Heat, okay? Riley in the front office and the Arison family are not getting it done. And they're failing their head coach. That's what they're doing. And if he's dying to move to the front office, I don't blame him at this point. I wouldn't want to work under these conditions where you have a, a, a general manager slash president who's still stuck in the 90s at times. And he stuck you with Whiteside thinking that the big man, big man, big man, big man, when that's not what we play in today's NBA. And then now he got you back to these old guys because he loves old rosters. And he now has gotten a little soft and he listens to the players too much. He allowed LeBron to, you know, dictate some stuff and it ruined it. And then he's allowed Jimmy Butler to dictate and bring in Kyle Lousy and ruin, ruin himself, by the way. Jimmy Butler screwed himself in the process. But that's what you get for listening to players. And Riley was never the guy listening to players. So there's a lot of things that I don't like that's going on with the Heat lately. And yet you're still getting results. But that's where we're getting, that's where the smoke and mirrors happen. And then you think it's better than what it really is when it's not. And that's because of Spo, not because of Riley and Arison, because of Spo. Spo is your saving grace right now. Riley and Arison are the detriment to Spo right now. They're not doing what's best for Spo. They're making it harder for Eric Spolstra by keeping Oladipo around, another terrible contract. A guy that can never stay healthy, and yet you continue to hang in there with the guy, and you gave him a two-year contract, and look how many games he continues to miss. And you're stuck with him for another season. Another absolutely terrible decision by the Miami Heat and Pat Riley. You know, listen, bro, if we're going to give you credit for all the great stuff that goes on, which we do, then sit back and be a big boy and take the punishment. That's the beauty of the Heat, by the way. The Heat aren't going to get pissed off about this kind of stuff that I'm saying. They might, they might be a little frustrated that I'm saying it because I'm speaking the truth, but they know it's the truth. And Riley knows it's the truth. Riley knows he has screwed up several times over. He's got to know that the Duncan Robinson thing has turned out to be a disaster. You gave a guy a contract, and then you've killed his complete value because he can't play anymore. The Dwayne Dedman, you know, it became a serviceable contract, and then now you extended it, and he got old on your ass, 
and then he's throwing massagers out onto the court, and you got to now get rid of a draft pick just to get rid of him. And you're going to need a draft pick to get rid of Duncan. And, you know, it just, it just goes on and on and on and on and on, and it doesn't end. And so one bad decision after another. And meanwhile, you got the chef in the kitchen in Spo making it look a lot better than what it really is. You know, that's kind of what it is. And unfortunately, that's the, that's the, brutal, that's the brutal reality that they're living in right now. A two-point team in a three-point world. You know, just not a good situation. But I give Spo all the credit in the world. You know, only problem for Spo is, unlike Larinaga, who's got more control over what's coming in and out of that roster so he can coach it up and get the results, Spo may not have the same kind of control and... He's got to live with what they give him. And, you know, the chef does wonders. You know, he's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's like a view to a kill. For you youngins, you may have not seen that bond, but there's a scene where Roger Moore is uh, hanging out with, uh, what's her name from that 70s show? She just passed away. The mother of uh, the redhead. Anyway, so she's uh, the Bond girl, and she's in her, in her pad, and he's there, and they got nothing in the fridge. And they got like a, a lemon and a, I don't know, a Coke, and, and he, you know, cooks a souffle. That's a Spo. That's Spo. Spo, like they give him like crappy ingredients, and he comes out with, Tanya you know, Tanya Roberts. That's it. That's her. Tanya Roberts. 